Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning from the Pastoral Center in Winona, Minnesota. It's Real Presence Live on a Friday morning, a finally Friday. I'm Matt Wilkham. My co-host sitting here next to me is my good friend Peter Martin. And sitting across from him is his best friend and bride, Teresa Martin, (laughs) whom we will be speaking with a little bit later. But again, thanks for joining us on Real Presence Live this morning. Across the upper Midwest, all the way from western Wyoming to north, well, northwestern, I should say northeastern uh, Wyoming to northwest Wisconsin, from northern Iowa all the way practically to the Canadian border. We're heard on terrestrial stations 26 and counting uh, on the RPR network and around the world at realpresenceradio.com and the RPR app, which is free to download, by the way. Just wanted to make that plug. And uh, what we want to do, first of all, before we speak with our guests is Begin with prayer, as we do every, every show. Pete, would you like to do that for Absolutely. Us? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for all the many blessings you've given us. Thank you for this opportunity to be together. In today's gospel, you reminded us that the first commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. We ask that you give us the courage, the grace to do that and to love our neighbors as ourselves. We thank you once again for our presence here. We ask that you continually grace us with your presence throughout the day. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Peter. And uh, I'm just so happy that you're here. You're co-hosting with me for the first time. Absolutely. This Peter. could be the... Re- Either be good or dangerous. I, you know, I, I, it could be wonderful for me because <laughs> you and your wife Teresa could just take off uh, and just and keep going, and I, I'll, I could just sit back and sip my coffee while I, I just uh, am in awe of you. I'm just anticipating that right now. If, if the church allowed gambling, I would put my money there, but uh, <laughs> it, it's it's okay for you to to either kick me or make some hand gestures to say, all right, that's Spit enough. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Well, uh, we, uh, we, we were just, you know, talking a little bit before the show about the different aspects of what, what we've been going through in this COVID period. We're, we're going to be talking a little bit about homeschooling and how the, how the, how the pandemic has been kind of a catalyst for many people mm-hmm. who have been thinking about homeschooling. If they, if they had been thinking about it up until now, this, this has kind of been a, a way to encourage people to take that final step. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that later on. We're also going to be talking about Catholic schools and their reopening and what that's going to look like with our own Marcia Stenzel from the Office of Catholic Schools here in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. And, but, uh, but first off, a, a big announcement with, from you, you guys, uh, right. Peter and Teresa Martin, 
who uh, you're, you're, Peter, you are the Marriage and Family Life Director for the Diocese of Winona Rochester here. Yep. Um, first of all, let's just talk a little bit about, with you, Peter and, and Teresa, about the renewal of marriage and family and, and how urgent it is in this culture to, uh, to, to work towards that. Well, I first want to say, you know, Teresa and I have been married for 19 years, and we have eight kids, so whenever someone says we have a big announcement, they immediately jump to, ah, you're expecting. We are not. <laughs> we are not expecting. <laughs> we have birthed something else, not another child. An idea. That's right. But uh, anyway, well, first of all, yeah, so you've got several children. You've got seven Eight, eight children now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, eight. Oh, it's hard for me to keep up. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, you, and you've been uh, the Peter. You've been the the uh, working for the diocese here, right? Almost seven. ten, almost ten years now. Okay. Um, and uh, I am currently director of faith formation as well, which is uh, a, a great blessing uh, to be able to share the faith and to help others to do that. Especially now, obviously, uh, all the all the things that we're dealing with as families, um, same. You know, our parishes are dealing with as well. So it's good to be able to walk with people and uh, assist them along the way. Um, and yeah, ju- so just as a segue into, I want to let my wife introduce what we have been working on and what the Holy Spirit has been working on through us uh, in, and what she discovered in her studies. Thank you. So um, we have founded the Votiwa Community and Institute. And this was basically um, an answer to a call um, in texts that were recently rediscovered um, by Cardinal Votiva, who later became, as you know, St. John Paul II. And in these texts, he talks about how living an authentic Christian marriage in today's culture requires a moral perfection and a commitment to acquire it that's much higher than ever before. And how do we have this almost heroic virtue? How do we maintain this against the tidal wave of almost anti-Christian culture that's increasingly anti-Christian and increasingly secular? And what he says is um, community is the answer. And he wrote a rule for married couple groups um, immediately after Humana Vitae was promulgated. So in 1969 is when he wrote this rule. And I had the opportunity to um, study the rule, and I, I read it and accompanying two accompanying texts in Italian, translated it, used it in my dissertation. And um, ever since then, Peter and I are like, this is a rule. This is a rule to, to start these married couple groups. We need to do this. And then we kept thinking, yeah, but who are we to start such a thing? Who are we to do this? And um, we started talking about it March of 2019. I finished, um, I graduated my dissertation, high marks, so that's all good, and uh, also gave us the courage to kind of move forward. I guess I know what I'm talking about enough on this. And um, yeah, so then we uh, officially started forming, and we are an incorporated nonprofit now with the board of directors, and um, our organization's birthday was the anniversary of Humanae Vitae, July 25th. So it's been in existence for a little a, a little while now. I mean, this is almost been... almost a month. <laughs> so um... we've been working on it for much longer, but uh, uh, legally speaking, yes, a month um, yeah. that we were able to launch it because you don't realize how much you have to do in the background to legally uh, establish an organization. Sure, and I'm just looking at your brochure here, talking about 
uh, a marriage charism. And I think a lot of married couples don't realize that there's this charism, this Christian charism, if you're in a Christian sacramental marriage, that you're, you're meant to grasp onto, and that there's grace there to help you live that out, not just white-knuckle it throughout life, but to really live an abundant life. And this is what, you're, what you're, you guys are promoting here through the Watiwa Community and Institute, a direct answer to the call of Bishop Carol Vaitiva, otherwise known as St. John Paul II. Can you talk a little bit more about this? What is this specific uh, marriage charism all about? Yeah, so um, just to give a little bit more of, of what the Institute or what the Community Institute is founded for is that we are, through the rule, uh, going to live our married life in joy. And that's really what JP2 noted was that in order to do this, in order to live marriage, to live the, the sacrament of marriage in an anti-Christian world, you need assistance. No one can do this alone. And so that was his idea. He knowing very well who the human person is as someone who is uh, needing a community around them. None of us is born alone. We were born into a family and JP2 recognized that idea that, you know, as made in the image of God, we are community. That's who we're meant to be. And so to be in a community of married couples is necessary in this, in this age. It's absolutely necessary for us to live married life in joy. And as you said, you know, a lot of people get married and they neglect the sacrament. They forget about it. Maybe on their anniversary they remember their marriage, but they don't remember the grace that's available. And so this will allow them to constantly be reminded that the sacramental grace is there. Oh, I was just going to add that um, JP2 calls it conjugal spirituality, and that the, the sacramental grace that we do receive on our wedding day and how it extends, and we can talk more about it in a minute, but how it extends throughout their whole marriage. Ah, excellent. You're listening to, again to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Peter Martin and his wife, Teresa Martin, who have founded recently, within the last month, but even though the idea has been germinating for many years, it's, it seems like, uh, the Watiwa Community and Institute, or otherwise known as WCI, and the website is watiwaci.com if you're interested in finding out more. Talking about a marriage, charism, and conjugal spirituality. And maybe let's drill down a little bit more um, about what, what is this conjugal spirituality about? Who, who are spouses meant to be for each other? Well, um, Karno Votiwa, when he explains in some of the accompanying texts, which it, it's Brilliant. I mean, you would think that we would have had everything translated into English by now. Um, but these texts were not and are not. And um, actually, Peter and I are working on getting that published and having that um, translation. It's, it's in the works. Actually, the translator should be done by the end of this week. So we'll see. Um, but uh, God's will. God's will and all of it. Sure. Um, but he talks about the grace of the sacrament of the marriage being so unique because usually in every sacrament, um, a person, he calls it, enters into this orbit of grace with God. And in the sacrament of marriage, it's unique in two ways because one, the two, husband and wife, enter together in this orbit of grace with God. And so he says, 
uh, Cardinal Botiro, later St. John Paul II, that this relationship between the Holy Trinity and the husband and wife united as one, that is the grace of the sacrament of marriage, and that is conjugal spirituality. And as we deepen that, as we open ourselves up to God to allow that grace to come deeper into our life, then we will find joy. We will be able to pass beyond that white-knuckled faith, as you were talking about, and really find a joyful life. The other very interesting thing about um, the sacrament of marriage is that he says that this is the only sacrament, you know, that we give to each other. Sometimes, you know, people say, oh, Father so-and-so married us, you know, but that's actually not true. (laughs) The husband and wife marry each other, that we give the sacrament to each other. And he says, again, this is something that doesn't just happen at that day of your wedding, but you are the action of God, the action of God for your spouse throughout the rest of your life. So as your heart is open to grace and you're in a state of grace, you are God's action in your spouse's life. I mean, that's profound. That's beautiful. Um, and he said, you know, as, as couples deepen in their conjugal spirituality, which again, we need the support of other people to be able to break through the muck that culture is constantly pushing in on us. Um, so as we have these um, married couple groups, we hope to help people deepen their conjugal spirituality. And when we do this, we will be able to find that great joy. Yeah, and another point is that while we are doing things for our marriage we are constantly strengthening that sacrament so people would think well it's you know just a little mundane task i'm just doing laundry because it needs to be done whatever that can help enrich our spirituality people don't think that way they think oh marriage is such a burden but no even in that selfless act you can strengthen your marriage and that's the exciting thing is you know marriage is as teresa said it's a it's a constant sacrament we're constantly receiving the grace of that sacrament the sacrament of holy orders is the same way they receive the grace of their sacrament when it's necessary and so do we and that's what one of the things that we need to remember and and especially in order to bring us joy is to recognize that even in the hardship we are bearing fruit Absolutely. You mentioned doing the laundry, you know, those mundane tasks. It kind of reminds me of, I think it was St. Teresa of Avila who said, God is found among the pots and pans. Mm. You know, so when you're doing dishes, you're, you're making a decision to serve. And it's, as a married person, I know that that's, you've got to make that decision every day, multiple times a day. Every day. Um, we're talking with Peter and Teresa Martin about the Wojtyla Community and Institute, newly founded by them. And WaitiwaCI.com is the website. More about this fascinating initiative on the other side. Again, you're listening to Real Presence Live, and there's more next. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. The world is changing fast and needs problem solvers and critical thinkers. Right here in your backyard, Mount Marty believes every student has the potential to serve the world and make a difference. We will help you obtain a degree that prepares you for success by exploring your talents and passion. Our community goes above and beyond to help each student feel at home, surrounded by love and support. We can't wait for you to see what's possible. We hope the future brings you here, close to home at mountmarty.edu. 
If you are experiencing depression, anxiety, or suffering, especially from grieving, how can you find healing? I'm Father Chris Alar. While you should first seek professional help when needed, there is a roadmap that can help you to live your life again, and it is called the Spiritual Principles of Divine Mercy. First, come to admit that you are powerless over the loss of your loved one. Second, come to trust that Jesus can restore your life to manageability. And third, make the decision to entrust your will, your life, and your loved one to the loving care and protection of God. Join us and learn more about how to apply these healing principles in your life. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. 17 minutes past the hour. Speaking of extraordinary things, I, Matt Wilkham, am privileged to be speaking with couple of my dear friends here, Peter and Teresa Martin, about an extraordinary institute and community, namely the Voitiwa Community and Institute that they have just founded to strengthen marriage and to make people more aware of the sacramental grace that is available in their marriage. And uh, welcome back to the show, you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. And uh, we, we were just talking a little bit about how marriage, uh, before we, the, we went to uh, stop down, uh, just the fact that marriage is a constant decision to serve and an opportunity to serve. And you, you were talking about um, just the mundane things and, and how are the, sacrament, the sacramental graces even there, you know, in the mundane things. And uh, Votiva calls this the integral vision of the person. So being able to keep who a person is, who man is, and who man ought to be in perspective at all times. So it's kind of this struggle between the muckiness, the realness of life, and the holiness, the perfection of holiness that we always aim for. You know, and his, he was a huge supporter of Humanae Vitae and defender of Humanae Vitae and saw the, the beautiful anthropology of personhood that, that it held up. But one thing that he criticized were its other supporters <laughs> and its critics, you know, because he said they would take either one side. So you have the real and the ideal and people focused, you know, more on the real and was like, that's too hard. People can't do that. There's too many, you know, struggles and challenges and issues and, and the world is going a different direction. We, we, it's just too difficult. Don't just forget about it. Or you have the people who focus just on the ideal and say, well, this is, this is truth. This is natural law and you just have to do it. And they disregard the struggles. And so Carol Votiva in his these beautiful writings says, hold on now, we can aim for the ideal, but we cannot disregard 
the struggles, the real struggles. And, and he said, you have to, you have to be there. You have to live with people. And this is also, I think what Pope Francis talks about when he's talking about accompanying, you know, you, you have to acknowledge the struggles. Now don't leave them there. You know, we don't leave people there. Right. We are always calling people to that ideal. So, you know, the, the Votiva Community Institute and these uh, married couple groups are not going to be this holier than thou. You can only come join us if you're perfect and right. on board, you know. Right. But on the other hand, we don't stay in the muck. I mean, we can recognize the, the, the struggle. And I think people need to know that because they feel alone. When they're facing this whole anti-Christian world, they feel alone. And so we need to be there to support them. But pointing always to the ideal. Right. I, during this COVID time, my family and I, we decided to do a 54-day rosary novena. And so we would walk around town playing, praying the rosary. And I'd never done this before. I prayed the rosary on and off in the past. But I thought, man, after I'm done with this rosary novena, I'm going to feel so holy. And I'm going to be so <laughs> feeling empowered to do uh, everything just with perfection. And I think it was the opposite feeling that I ended up with. Because I, the more I prayed... It was the more I was seeing my imperfections. Yeah. And you can become discouraged in that. Mm-hmm. But that's the Holy Spirit, I think, you know, working through Mary, through her, her intercession, because wherever Mary is, the Holy Spirit is. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I, it, was, it was this increased awareness of, wow, I really need grace, but I, I need support from other people yeah. to, in order to live out this vocation. How, how can... I mean, what does the Votiwa Community and Institute, which you've just founded, how can they accompany, come alongside couples in order to help them feel like they're not complete failures, like yeah. I feel like so, so often? <laughs> we all do, though. Yeah, I think probably the number one thing is, is what this world has done to us is taken us away from one another. <laughs> and so I think this uh, pandemic has really pointed that out because now we can't physically be with one another. And of course, we're connected in so many various ways, right? We've got text, we've got internet, we've got radio, we've, we've got lots of different ways that we can connect with one another. But I think people are realizing that it's not enough. Absolutely, people have realized that in the past, and, and this is Satan's way of getting to us, right? If you think of a flock of sheep and, and the wolf, the, the way the wolf grabs a, a bite to eat is by separating someone from the flock. And that's, that's what this world has done to us with these lies of, oh, no, you're more connected now than ever. You've got a smartphone in your pocket and you can text someone whenever you want then why has our suicide rate gone up? Why do people seek counseling more now than ever? Not that that's a bad thing. It's a wonderful thing to get help. But it's because we've just been separated. And of course, too, this is uh, a, a consequence of, of, of the lack of following Humana Vitae, right? Because now we've got smaller families. We've got broken up families. We've got people who are thirsting for a sibling thirsting for someone to talk to. And, and that's the beauty of the truth of marriage. And, and that, you know, even though it seems impossible, and trust me, Teresa and I have heard it over and over again, because we have eight kids, people feel the need to say, well, isn't that expensive? How do you do that? I could, I could never handle more than two. And, and I work for the church. Uh, I know how expensive it is. Uh, but we're able to make do. God always supplies. Well, and I think also in what's, what, I, what we see and have seen is even people who are ardently trying to live out their faith, 
are, are frustrated. And usually you would think if you do a virtuous, a good action over and over, it creates a virtue, right? And virtue ought to make the action easier and help you find joy. But we're finding just with this um, increasingly uh, secular culture that they're not getting there. They're not getting to that joy. And so these married couple groups um, that will meet um, to give each other that support, to share, to grow, um, to learn more about the truth of marriage and family and support each other in that walk. And hopefully then that will be able to get them beyond that. This is, this is the, we know why humana vitae is right. There's been a lot of defense and there's, there has to be because every generation is faced with the errors of the world. But yet we need to know how. And JP2 gives us this how in this rule for married couples, which is what the WCI is following. That's, that's beautiful. We're speaking this morning on Real Presence Live with Peter and Teresa Martin, founders of the Watiwa Community and Institute. And if you want to know how to spell that, W-O-J-T-Y-L-A. And the website is Vortiwa C-I, and that stands for Community and Institute, VortiwaCI.com. And we just have a, a couple of minutes left here, Peter and Teresa, and I just wanted to kind of drill down on the fact that this is I think Peter you, you mentioned that how this is a and it's not only a, a I guess antithetical to Christianity this culture but it's actually anti-Christian at this point and we have a lot of laws a lot of precedents in our courts right now that are going to be pressing in on us I think very shortly and who's going to who's going to stand up for the truth it, it's going to be married couples who are living out this sacramental marriage, taking advantage of that sacramental grace, who are going to be leading the way, leading with joy, joy. as Absolutely. you were talking about, Teresa. That's the goal. And I think about the couples who are inspire me in, 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 in my marriage, the, the other, other married couples, it's those that exude joy. Right. Uh, I think about my own parents <laughs> and how they just sacrifice for each other constantly. I mean, it's a constant decision to serve the good of the marriage through serving the other and it's not one domineering over the other it's it's both of them making this constant decision to to be in this together and to share everything with each other and 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 couples i think struggle with that just sharing every 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 aspect of their lives you know not only the good things but the bad things the thing that they're struggling with because we we're we don't want to share our, our, our gunk. We want, we want to keep a, a good face. We want to save face. Absolutely. Well, and Votiwi even mentions that because he talks about um, that this conjugal spirituality should be so, they should be so united. He says they should have one interior life. Can you imagine that profound unity, one interior life between the two of them, the husband and wife? And he says this could cause fear. He even acknowledges it. I understand that could be afraid because you could be afraid of, do, am I going to lose my personality? Am I going to lose who I am? But he said, that, that's not it at all. Once you pass through this, you, your personality is perfected. It's not lost. And this union brings you to um, more of who you're meant to be and closer to God than you would have ever imagined. It's, it's that whole, you know, the, the, the story about letting go of the fake pearls so God can actually give us the beauty. We think, oh, very, I need my independence. I need to hold on to a little piece of who I am. But when you give completely in your marriage and uh, that God, God can bring out beautiful things. And also for those who maybe within their own spirituality struggling with letting go, uh, you know, thinking, 
well, if I, if I let go of everything, I'm going to lose. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think, I don't know, at least, at least in, my, in my experience, the, in taking that to prayer, we see the fruit of being able to make yourself a total gift to anybody whom you encounter. Yeah. And not worrying about, uh, you know, feeling like oh, I'm, I'm, I'm secretly wishing for something from this, selfishly from this right. other person. And, not, and just coming but into just a relationship, self-gift. any relationship, without expecting anything in return. Right. So um, that's another benefit of uh, the spirituality. Yeah. Uh, we just have a few seconds left, uh, Peter and Teresa. Um, just some final thoughts about, about uh, marriage and sacramental spirituality and, and, and the Institute, Watiwa Community and Institute. Well, and if um, what, what we're doing now is we, we've launched a, a test to a married couple group because we're just getting this started. We're trying to tweak out the things. And even JB2 says this is going to be a family of families and all families make mistakes. So <laughs> we are not perfect. We're going to move forward, though. And um, in a couple months, we'll be ready to launch the married couple group. So if people are interested in being a part and discerning this. So even couples who, who think it might be something that they feel called to, they can go on our website, votivaci.com, um, send us a message, and we will put you on the list, and we will get you connected. And um, there's going to be a six-month discernment process because it really should be a calling. Um, this is not another program. This is a way of life. So you should discern this. And not everybody's going to be called to it, and that's okay. That's a beautiful thing. Um, but uh, we are excited to get this started. So go to the website, uh, send us a message, and we will get started with this exciting, exciting new project ahead. If, if people want to get involved, uh, is there any cost to this? Or if people want to donate, where, where do they go? Well, they can donate on the website, um, but we are not going to turn anybody away. So um, there is no cost to members. Um, if they feel moved to donate, obviously um, everything takes funds you know, to make them happen. Um, but we're trusting in God and uh, good people out there of good faith, uh, again, on votiwaci.com. Uh, they can donate there. There's a button. It's all, it's all uh, figured out for you. But yes, please message us. Uh, we are super excited, and we welcome all. Fantastic. Votiwa Community and Institute, fantastic stuff. Peter and Teresa Martin, thanks so much for joining us in Real Thank Presence you. Live. VotiwaCI.com is the website. Check it out. A family of families. Love it. And next, uh, we uh, will continue the, the uh, conversation after the break. Stay tuned. There's more Real Presence Live next. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 